thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. You know, so yesterday, Ndosh and I were just talking about how exhausted everyone is and it feels as though like, every step is tough. This has been coming and it's been coming quite rapidly, I think, since COVID, post-COVID-19 and the pandemic. A, many people are still suffering from long COVID. And I was reading something about that yesterday, which was really quite disturbing. But people are really having to take a good, hard, long look to introspect and try and understand what is it to be alive? What does it mean to be alive? Does it mean that we just do the usual steps? Do we try and find more positive ways? And how do we uh, unlock a life that is different? Paula van Rensburg is a personal development expert and a coach and mentor. And uh, she's going to talk to us a little about what that means. Paula, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's such a pleasure. And I was just listening to that beautiful song that you played because that's one of my favorite songs that I thought, oh my gosh, it can't get better than this. So I'm very excited to be here. So think about that. It's like a sign, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I live my life like that. in like being connected to all things always and just seeing the magic that's around. Paula, I forget the term, but there's a term that um, is in the space of women in business that as they... Um, the more successful they become in terms of work, the more they start to feel challenged about whether or not they're faking it. It's a kind of sense of, am I just faking my skills, even though they have those skills? Remind me what that term is again. Sure. I'm not sure the specific word, but for me, it comes, the further you go along, the more you become disconnected. Okay. And, and you're losing, you know, you're losing that because you've been on such a big mission to, um, to get to that goal, that one specific goal, and often that was that career success. And then along the way, you're like, oh my gosh, um, where am I now? Um, is this me? Do I know what I'm doing? So you start questioning everything around you. And you start feeling like this lost little being floating and just being on autopilot. So, so let's talk about how we can shift and change things very differently in the lives particularly we're looking at women we're looking at working women as well and the challenges that they have firstly what are the challenges and how do we tap into something which is about strengthening us yeah absolutely so yes if i just think of all the women in my field from friends to clients to people i just chat to often and um give classes or lessons to the feminine, and I don't speak, um, when I say the feminine and women, I don't mean that from a woman's point of view, but I'm just speaking as the collective, our tribe, okay? And um, for generations, we've been so hyper-focused around serving and being of service to others, to our career, to our families, to our husbands, to our communities. to our, And what it's done, actually, is that the feminine has forgotten that as a woman, that we've forgotten that we've actually got dreams. We've actually got um, things that excite us, talents, uh, joys, bliss, all those things, because we've become so hyper-focused on the outward and being of service. But in our original design, we've actually been designed to receive. And it's such a foreign concept. The women I speak to, they're juggling so many balls, not just their high-flying careers, but also in their marriages, with the families and being that mom on the field and just being on all the committees. So <laughs> the women I know and come across are so capable and 
so independent that, you're, if you think about them in the relationship units, the, the poor partners and husbands don't even know how to support them because they are just so capable. They can do anything and fix anything. And absolute superwoman, let's call it superwoman syndrome. <laughs> and um, now it comes, certain things bring them to a point in their life. And for, for many, it was COVID, but for others, it's other big life changes, someone dying or big loss or illness. And um, you'll see there's a big rise in auto, yeah, autoimmune diseases and things like that because it's just such a big shout out for us to come back to our original space within and come to a place of, you know what, it doesn't just have to be this fast-paced, hard slog. There's another way, a way we get to be nourished and enjoy life. So, so I'm, I'm listening to you talk and there's a part of me that's going, the danger, of course, is that there are gender stereotypes. So mm. the stereotypes are women are this, this and this. And I know that there's research, I think it came out of Harvard Business School, which started to say that, in fact, the very nature of the gender stereotype was killing a lot of women's self-confidence because the expectation was that they would operate within this framework. They would have children. They would go on to do this. They would have a fabulous family. They would also then be uh, top 10 in their work as well. And the very nature of having to be all of that started to cut away at women's um, confidence or self-confidence. How do you work with that as a coach? Sure, that's such an important part of my work. Because it's coming back to, okay, and it's a slow process. For some, it can be faster, but it's coming back to showing them that within you, you hold this incredible force, uh, for lack of a different word, but it's this incredible force of your highest wisdom, truth, where all your joy sits, where all the possibility sits. So I teach women how to access that because we were never taught. We were taught to just be so focused on the outside that we don't even know. Like if you ask, I was chatting to a friend last week and she feels guilty just to go sit down for five minutes. That, oh my gosh, now I must do something in front of my computer. I must be busy creating something for my family. I must be busy cooking or, and we've got this thing that we can't just sit. So it starts with that. But people think it's, you have to be a monk on a mountain to access it. I'll teach it in a way that it's so tangible that from the first time I show you how to just become, it's not becoming quiet if you don't have any thought, but how to tune in rather. And from that place, when you start accessing that, it's so amazing to see the lights go on and just the softness return and the inspiration because when you come back into this beautiful space that's always been there for you, that is yours and nobody can touch, you're truly coming into your spirit. And that's where all the inspiration, creativity, energy, wisdom, yeah, and the healing lies. Paula, let's go to the schooling system. One of the great oh. cha challenges in the schooling system is, of course, that there are certain subjects where there are assumptions made. And I'm just saying that these are assumptions. I'm not saying it's mm. necessarily reality. But there are assumptions made that men are better in certain topics. So women mm. become less confident than men in certain subjects like maths mm. or science. Not mm. always the case, but it's often an assumption. How do we shift and change that particular uh, process of thinking differently about oneself in those particular spaces? What's actually incredible uh, is that all of us carry the masculine and feminine energy. And the masculine energy is all about um, goals, strategy, targets, structures, which is 
so important, okay? So in my previous version of me, I was incredibly in my masculine. It's because that's what allows the feminine to be very successful in corporate as well, if you're going for the high-flying job. Because we can tap into that masculine energy and just be so driven, so committed, so organized. But then the feminine energy, which is so beautiful, which all of us carry, men and women, is the intuition, the creativity, the wisdom. So it's about bringing those two parts of us, not saying that one has been a bad one and this one has been forgotten, but rather how can we harmonize that and use them in the way that is sustainable for yourself and for those around you and for the economy and for business because you need both. You can't be the one or the other. You know, there's, um, I mentioned this Harvard Business uh, article that, that I'd been reading, and in it they also noted that women were more, far more likely to shrug off fr- praise. Um, mm. So if someone said oh. you did an amazing, amazing job, they would kind of like, um, as, as Harvard Business Review says, lowball their own mm. abilities. So they would shrug off their own abilities and maybe pass it on to someone else. I mean, maybe it's time for people to start saying, you know what, yeah, I did do this. This was me and this is what I am capable of. For sure. And this is such a important part. And this is one of the deep healings that happens for women that comes and do work with me because I still work with this myself and tend to uh, and, um, unpack it more for myself because there's always layers with these things. But it's part of us not knowing how to receive, yeah. not understanding that we've got a place. We we are as important. We've got such an incredible role to play when we understand the fullness of what we hold within ourselves. So, and this is why um, there's so much guilt. Like for women, just to say, I'm going to actually, and this took me years. I'm not a priority, but it took me years in my own business, and I've been self-employed for 17 years. And um, just to take off a uh, half a day, I would come back to my work and work triple uh, to make up because I'm not allowed to just have that. And it's about Turning the tables and understanding that the world thrives when we are in our fullness. Everything around us starts blooming when we nourish ourselves, when we receive the compliments. You know, when another woman compliments, this touches on this, but women can't receive compliments from each other because it's become such a tough space. Women don't trust each other. Because we've, we've been divided in that space. But when we start healing and we start accessing this, we realize, there's enough for everybody. There is enough. The world is abundant. And we all have a place. And it's beautiful. It's so healing just to start receiving the compliments. Just about, oh, your hair looks so beautiful. <laughs> you know, not like that. It's, oh, thank you. And just slowly but uh, surely coming back to, oh, this is lovely to actually matter, actually. Paula van Rensburg, thank you so much for joining us. Personal development expert and coach and mentor looking at how we unlock the positivity around women. And the article that I was looking at, I'm going to just try and find it and see. I'll give you the details of it in a short while. Oh, I think I know what it was. How gender stereotypes kill a woman's self-confidence. And the research was done by someone called Catherine Kaufman, C-O-F-F-M. A-N. 741, you with SFM 104 to 107.